0: hello you're listening to a preview of a premium
1: (coughs) excuse me jesus why don't we leave that in
0: yeah okay just leave it in leave it in the cough you're listening to a preview of a premium episode of blocked and reported katie what's this one about
1: the seasoning police food talk and the seasoning police
0: food talk which is the food corner of tiktok and the seasoning police we also talk about a hot instagram woman who may or may not be real so if you want to hear may
1: or may not be missing
0: Man, 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 I can't talk, but we're not. We're just gonna leave it as is. We're doing this in one take and maybe missing or not. If you want to hear these conversations in their entirety, go to blockterimported.org, where for just five dollars a month and up, you can become a premium subscriber. Enjoy the preview.
1: You want to talk about food talk?
0: Yeah, I know very little about food talk. I assume this is the food scene on TikTok.
1: Yes, you are correct. This is the corner of TikTok where foodies and eaters lurk. This is a very large and, of course, very dramatic corner of TikTok with fierce debates breaking out about, for one thing, the best way to prepare food. And some creators tend to intentionally or seem to intentionally court controversy slash outrage. So you've probably seen some of these. On
0: social media? So this is different from all the other social media platforms I'm familiar with.
1: You've probably seen some of these videos at least the ones that are so outrageous that they eventually make their way to Twitter. Like, there was this one a while back where this woman, seemingly being 100% serious, made what she called homemade pasta by taking dried spaghetti noodles, pulverizing them in a blender, and then using that powder to make a dough that she then cut into <laughs> spaghetti. Do you remember this?
0: It was amazing. It was so good.
1: Yeah. So just absolute rage bait. And she did it with a straight face.
0: Actually, I have an idea for an outraged Food talk video. What? Sometimes, like, if I'm trying to eat healthy, I take a whole bell pepper from my fridge and I rinse it off, not thoroughly, and then I just tear off chunks and just eat it, like, sort of like an apple or a banana. Do you think that would outrage people?
1: Mm, I don't know if that's outrageous Uh. enough. I had a a friend who used to do something similar, but she would bite a chunk out of a bell pepper and then fill it with soy sauce and then drink the soy sauce and then eat the bell pepper. Jesus. She later got cancer.
0: Okay. Well, that was a fun story until you got to the cancer part.
1: She's fine. She's fine.
0: Oh, okay. She's fine. Well, the other thing I like to do is I like to, uh, when I'm alone in my apartment, I'll make like a, a chickpea curry while speaking in a really loud Jamaican patois. Should I like film that maybe and put it on TikTok?
1: You should. Why would you do a Jamaican patois when making curry?
0: It's like a Jamaican curry with chickpeas. I don't know. Wasn't the stew didn't oh. the stew have some Jamaican the uh What are you talking about? Um, what's her name? You know, the what the the stew lady, the cook, the woman. What are you talking about? This is one of our first episodes or early episodes. She made the stew. And then she got canceled because someone thought she was imitating an Asian woman.
1: Th- I have completely blanked on this. This is <laughs> no, you,
0: no, no. I need to remember her name. Her name? Okay, wait. Allison Roman. Alison Roman. Oh
1: no, Jesse. She. I don't know what you're talking about with the soup. Alison Roman got in trouble first of all because she, uh, she shit talked. Mari Kondo and Chrissy Teigen in an interview with some obscure website. And then Yasher Ali went digging into her past and he found- He put on
0: his uh, offense archaeology hat and and got digging. And
1: then he found photos of her from MySpace that he said were her dressing up like a chola, but she was actually dressed up as Amy Winehouse, who I'm pretty sure is a white.
0: Ashkenazi Jewish background. I looked it up. It's a white. Did we ever get to the bottom? There's all these like side plots and subplots- from the history of our show, some of which we should return to. One of them was that Yasher Ali was like a Rasputin-like figure who would like move into people's houses and seize control of their minds. Did we ever get to the bottom of that?
1: Well, he's back. He disappeared. There was that that article was written in like GQ or LA Magazine or something about how he was like squatting in Kathy Griffin's house. And then he disappeared for a while and made some, made some oblique references to how he was suicidal on Twitter, disappeared. And then he later reemerged and he's on Substack. So he's still like making making content. He's he's really into uh, Scientology. Not he's not a Scientologist. into exposing Scientology. So I think that's kinda his beat now. Elephants. I
0: think he Use them as competition. Use <laughs> Scientology as competition. Um I, I, I could be misremembering. I thought during the, the Allison Roman thing. There was a point to all this that'll get to in a minute. I thought during the Allison Roman thing. A, some of the built-up resentment was that she had somehow appropriated the ingredients in the stew. The stew, which I've actually made, unlike most things which I have not made and is delicious, was this incredibly virally popular sort of chickpea stew she made. And I thought some of the dumber complaints had to do with cultural appropriation. And during the condo thing, there were rumors that she had like done an accent, like, please to buy my book or whatever, but it wasn't an accent. Anyway, the point I was getting at is... This is petty. I was really disappointed when she signed the open letter against New York Times the New York Times people, because like I was like I almost DM'd her. I had like briefly DM'd her a couple times, uh, or with her, and I almost DM'd her to be like look, I respect you, but you realize this is the exact same shit people tried to do to you, just like spreading an unbelievable amount of shit all over your name. And I, I lost respect for Allison Roman, and I think this will be heartbreaking to her if she finds out. So don't tell her if you're listening to this. I lost respect for her when I saw her name on that document.
1: Yeah, I noticed that, too. I mean, one of the things about being canceled, one of the upsides about being canceled is that it can make you a better, more empathetic, more open minded person. And Aww. or her. <laughs> It can make you sign open letters about subjects that you frankly have no expertise or business really weighing in on. That's the other option.
0: I understand the ramifications of what I'm doing, given given what a, you know, uh, Roman is still a successful figure. And I know she wakes up every day saying to herself, whatever else goes on, at least I have Jesse Singles respect. So this is going to be dev- devastating to her, but it's just how I feel.
1: Are you going to stop making the chickpea stew?
0: It's been a while. It's getting cold. I I have to make it. I could find out that she was a Holocaust denier. I would still make that too.
1: Well, what's worse, Jesse Holocaust denial or signing the New York Times open letter? I
0: think that'd be a good question for like James Lindsay or Jordan Peterson to consider.
1: Okay. So back to the story at hand. Lots of rage bait on food talk. I want to show you an example of this. I hope to God this is not serious. I hope to God it's a joke. I cannot tell. This was posted by an account called The Recipe Club, and the title is How to Prepare Your Chicken. Jesse, please watch.
0: This is how you should prepare your chicken. Take it out of the packet and run it under cold water. Give it a good scrub. Add some soap. Not too much though. Make sure you rub it in all the creases so you get all the gunk out. <laughs> this can't Once be. it's this all done, so good. rinse it under the tap so all the soap runs off. Oh my It should God. take
2: about 10 minutes. There you have it. Some squeaky clean chicken. Okay,
0: wait, I'm sorry. This is, this makes me want to get TikTok. This is my favorite kind <laughs> of content. I just, I'm trying to look at their other stuff because they have 254,000 followers. Are they a troll account in general?
1: I can't tell. I think, I think maybe, but I can't totally tell because some of this stuff seems serious and some of it seems like just trolling.
0: Get the soap into the crevices of the chicken. That's awesome. OK, TikTok's good now. Anyway, continue.
1: I mean, I'm just glad she didn't use bleach. And But this gets to one of the ongoing debates on Food Talk, which is whether or not you should wash your chicken before cooking it. Not with soap. I don't think anybody thinks you should use soap. But do you know about this, Jesse? And this goes on. This goes way back before TikTok.
0: The debate over whether to wash your chicken?
1: Wash raw chicken before you cook it.
0: I mean, I can see the downside is like you're spreading raw chicken around, maybe a little less safe. I would imagine if you cook chicken to the correct temperature, it kills any bacteria. So washing it wouldn't make a difference.
1: You are correct about this. The CDC, health agencies like the CDC say, no, do not wash your raw chicken. Washing it actually spreads germs like salmonella and cooking it well will eliminate any lingering bacteria. Don't wash your chicken. But a lot of people, and this is particularly true among black people for some reason, disagree. So let's watch a video about this debate. You wash your chicken.
2: So personally, I never wash my chicken. I'm in the UK. Our chicken is not chlorinated. So they actually advise you to not wash your chicken. When you wash chicken with water, it can actually spray salmonella all all over your surfaces and actually cause more cross-contamination and make you more likely to be sick and if your water's not hot enough it can actually spread bacteria and cause bacteria to grow on your chicken. So the other way people wash chicken all around the world is washing it with lemon or vinegar but studies are showing that the pH of lemon and vinegar is not actually strong enough to kill salmonella and like before it can actually cause some more cross-contamination but some people do say that washing with lemon or vinegar can help reduce that fleshy chicken taste which sometimes you can get from chicken but if your chicken's smelling a bit weird and you want to wash it with lemon or chicken to get rid of the smell, then maybe your chicken's not very good. This is a really fresh chicken and It literally smells like nothing, it shouldn't have any weird smell. If you find that your chicken has a lot of blood in it, one thing you can do is soak it in salty water and this will pull out all the hemoglobin and blood that's in your chicken or you can just pat it dry or cut it off. If you're really, really determined to wash your chicken, just make sure you wash all your surfaces down so there's no cross-contamination and there's no water spattering everywhere. So definitely wear an apron so you don't get anything on your clothes. Obviously this varies all over the world and unless you're eating my chicken, you don't need to be upset about what I do with it.
1: All right, Jesse, so this video has over 3,600 comments on Twitter. I'm going to read you just a few of the top ones. Nobody I know has ever got sick from washing chicken, so bye. It's not for salmonella. It's for the slime and juices. It's been sat in the plastic packaging. People act like water splashing from ceiling to floor while washing chicken. Crying laughing face emoji, just the sink. Yeah, I'm going to keep watching mine. And my favorite one, we have lost a sister. So this 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 turns into this real debate about why people watch chicken. And these people are saying, we don't watch chicken because of the bacteria, we watch chicken because it's nasty. And then other people pointing out that this actually is more likely to spread bacteria. And this is something you might notice if you actually look at the profile photos of the people who are commenting, but the debate does tend to demarcate itself via race, uh, where you have black people, not just black Americans, but black people from other countries saying, no, we do this. This is part of our culture. And white people saying, this is wrong. So race does tend to pervade much of food talk. And there's one word that appears probably more than any other on food talk, and that word is seasoning. So anytime that someone posts a, a video or a photo of a meal, if it's not coated with a thick layer of powder, you can guarantee that the top comments will be asking about seasoning. And in particular, there's a very popular idea that white people do not season their food. Jesse, we've got a video for that too. Please watch and describe.
0: Wait a minute. This says POV. I'm white. (laughs) How white people season their food. And it's just a black guy, like a young black guy with the seasoning on the counter, putting it all away. It's funny.
1: Exactly. There are a million videos like that. And Bon Appetit, they actually took the idea that white people don't season their food seriously and investigated this last year in a piece called What We Talk About When We Talk About White People Food, subhead, and what we really ask when we ask, where's the seasoning? This was by Jenny Zhang. And the piece begins... You probably know the stereotype of white people food. Bland, pale, unseasoned stuff, so flavorless it could make you cry. This cliche has been widely embraced as a joke, a meme, a barb that even white people throw at themselves with a self-deprecating chuckle. Anemic-looking meat and potatoes garnished with a single speck of salt, almost anything with excess mayonnaise. This fare is commonly greeted on social media with, where's the seasoning? Or some variation on, white people colonized half the world for spices and still don't even use them. Jesse, I personally take issue with this because is pumpkin spice not a spice? It's in the fucking name. Hello?
0: (laughs) It's also just like, I mean, you can... It's just random cultural stuff. So, like, America was founded by folks from where? You've got, like, Scandinavian parts of the country, German, Eastern European. I mean, Puritans before that. But if you go to those parts of Europe... Other than now there's a fair amount of Middle Eastern influence, thank God, from a culinary perspective. It's it It's just bland food. They descended from people who had food without a lot of spice. So I think it's like, for uh, at a certain level, a pretty true stereotype. Now, it's probably different for like, I don't know, there's some white, whatever. I'm overthinking it. But it's just like, it's a fairly true stereotype, I think, for some white and black ethnic groups.
1: I think, well, I mean, it really depends on what counts as white. If you're talking about Irish people, yes, sure, probably British people, but are Italians and French not white? Uh, they're not known for bland flavorless food.
0: Well, I think part of it is like the Mediterranean and Southern Europe thing. You're right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like Italians can so do... So you're saying they're not white. I, you know, I believe in a very strict definition of whiteness and I think only those mm-hmm. people should be allowed in America. We've talked about this. Um, there, well, but this is also interesting because I suspect that as Italian food became Italian American food, it got a little bit blended down, just like the difference between like Indian food in India and Indian American food. So there's a... Uh, culture's complicated is my informed opinion.
1: I mean, the thing about it now is so that there's I wouldn't say that there's any such thing as white foods No, because of not. we eat at least especially in America. This is such a multicultural place, especially in terms of the food that we eat. Yeah. I mean, if you ask uh, 10 white people on the street what their favorite food is, probably none of them are going to say Mexican. Yeah. I mean, granted, it might not be menudo that people are actually eating in parts of Mexico and Central America but we like what what would you call a white food now
0: no no i'm uh, yeah i think race is stupid i'm saying the the ethnic groups a lot of white people descended from especially like in the midwest uh, those are cuisines that don't have much spice to them. You
1: think hot dish is bland?
0: What is hot dish?
1: You've, you don't know about hot dish? Is this
0: like saucy dogs? Have you
1: never been to a, a Minnesota funeral? Have
0: I ever? Have you never been to a Minnesota funeral? I have not. What is hot dish?
1: Hot dish is just a casserole. Yeah. Like green bean casserole, scalloped potatoes, things like that. I mean,
0: it's that. fine. I had a housemate from Grand Rapids when I lived in Ann Arbor for college and he would make something called saucy dogs, Ooh. which was just cut up hot dogs with like ketchup in a pan. That's like Midwestern food.
1: That's what it's you fire. think is Miss Western, Midwestern food? You're basing this on, on one yes, college? Yes, that's the
0: only okay. thing they eat okay. in Midwest.
1: R- regardless, yeah. hashtag white people cooking and hashtag white people food are really popular hashtags. And there's a whole genre of people making reaction videos to white people cooking. And often the people reacting are white themselves. And this has led to the more general idea that white people can't cook at all. So again, I guess Italians and French are no longer white. So it is into this highly racialized environment that professional chef Zoe Berry stepped earlier this year. Barry is big on social media. She's got 230,000 followers on Instagram. She is also white. And earlier this year, she was visiting her brother and she used his understocked kitchen to improvise a quick chicken recipe. Let's watch that now.
3: I'm currently staying with my brother and his girlfriend in L.A. And I thought it'd be fun to make a family meal with only ingredients that they have on hand. And considering we all just got back from a road trip and they haven't gone grocery shopping in about a week, I didn't have much to work with, but they did have all the ingredients I needed to make one of my favorite quick breads, beer bread. So using this lager that they had, I added it to all of my dry ingredients along with some honey and butter. And then I let that bake. The only protein source that I had on hand was this chicken in the freezer, which I thawed quickly under running water. And as that defrosted, I was so very grateful to find that they had onion and garlic, which I diced my onion and then minced my garlic. After everything was chopped up, I found this bell pepper mix from Trader Joe's in the freezer. I sauteed those bell peppers along with my onion and garlic. And they didn't have canned tomatoes, but they did have this roasted garlic marinara sauce. So I added some of that. I blended half of that with some water, added it back to the pan, and then I took it out so that I I could sear my chicken. Once my chicken was golden brown, I flipped it and then I added back in my sauce. And because I didn't have a lid or parchment paper, I added foil on top instead to act as a lid. And as the chicken finished cooking, I prepped my bread. In addition to my beer bread, I also warmed up some ciabatta. After plating that sauce, I topped it with my chicken, some chili infused olive oil, and then that bread. And it was delicious.
0: I should know better than to say this after years of doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. I-, I know just because of how our podcast works, this is going to end with people getting mad at this woman. <laughs> I cannot identify anything in that video that a sane person, and maybe that's the operative term, a sane person could possibly be mad at because she's very clear, like, this wasn't an ideal situation. I didn't have all the ingredients I wanted. Here's what I threw together. That's it. That's all you get for a preview. If you want to hear the rest, go to org to become a premium subscriber. Hope you enjoyed either way.